1: If you cool it all, what would you do? Would you Hello, so kia ora and welcome to and along to the New Zealand do. Charity Podcast, the show that helps you to make better contributions to the charitable organisation you serve. I'm your host, Thomas Nabs, and today we're joined by Saskia Melville. Saskia, kia good morning.
0: Kia Thomas.
1: How are you doing today?
0: I'm great, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm super duper, thank you. Let's hook straight into it. What is it that you do, Saskia?
0: Well, for the Waterboy, who we're here to talk about today, I am responsible for lots of the design output, some of the branding, the website, and just work, I guess, as like a creative go-between collaborator for the team.
1: Yeah, and she adds so much value to the Waterboy and to to it. If you want to see some of her work and all of the branding, go to thewaterboy.co.nz or takuwairua, Can you speak to us a little bit about the benefit of a strong brand? Do charities need a strong brand? And what is it about brand design, about all of that arty stuff that us layman people don't really know about that you do know about? What is it that makes a good brand?
0: Yeah, well, I would say, first off, I think that the initial perception is that a brand is in the logo design, and it's in the color selection, and it's in the typography choice. And it's so much bigger than that. I think it's more about who you are as a team, the the way that the world sees you, the way that the world talks about you, and the, I guess, like a consistent messaging that everybody from your team puts out. And visual identity is a really huge part of that. Mm-hmm. The work that we did for the Waterboy, what happened was that Thomas um, approached me and we had a discussion about where they were sitting currently with their branding. And we identified the space that the Waterboy were serving two different audiences. Um, They were working in the charitable sector, but they were also working really closely with businesses Mm -hmm. and in the corporate space and the Waterboy logo and brand and external perception of the company sat pretty well for for one of the audiences, for the charitable side, but because they were working hand-in-hand with these pretty established businesses, what we needed to do was step up their execution just to show that they were a trustworthy business and that they were a place where these businesses could input their finances and it would go to a really safe, trusted place. Yeah, for mm. sure.
1: And I do agree about that, about it being more than a logo and, and more than the typography. And typography, by the way, is the, <laughs> the text of the writing that you use. Does it matter, the, the logo and the typography and, and why?
0: Yeah, so I would say, obviously, we've just talked about how branding is not the logo and the typography, but it is a really important part of it. Mm. So the visual identity works almost as like this little bow that ties it all up together um it represents who you are and oftentimes your website or your social media or your logo or your visual execution of the business is the first point of contact Mm -hmm. that people have with in this case the water boy so you're pitching out to these businesses you're trying to get them you're trying to get them to entrust their finances with you and you're promising that you're going to put them out into a safe place. But if their first contact with you is a little bit haphazard and it's not presented in a really tidy, really cohesive way, then it's just kind of like an initial point of not contention, but it just like stops it from being a really harmonious transaction. Sure, yeah. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it does. I suppose it's easy for me to understand because we went from an old mm. waterboy logo we've had a logo and a, a brand design change or the the imagery change and instantly it made an impact yeah and I must I must say as well I didn't take to it myself but and I think half of it has changed and and Saskia gave me these options and I was I wasn't that convinced mm. but as a as a founder and as a As someone who's not educated in this space, I just trusted her Mm -hmm. because I I know that she knows what she's up to. And I just let her say, yep, all right, you know our organisation. You're the expert at this. I'm going to let you do that. And I suppose if you were building a house and you know the builder really well, you you know that they know what you like Mm -hmm. and they're going to suggest that instead of building it one way, you build it the other way. Well, are you going to stand there and tell them no or are you just going to trust them? And so, yeah, I... I just trusted the professional in that instant and it has made a huge difference. It's enabled us to partner with so many more organisations and and pretty well-known organisations as well. The Chiefs rugby team or official charitable partner with them and some more nationally well-known ones would be Craig's investment partners and a a prerequisite for that and they don't even realise it themselves half the time unless it goes to, to perhaps the marketing team do the do these people here have a strong brand mm. but um it's those subconscious things that they're looking at in in subconsciously a brain's are asking can i partner with this
0: yeah exactly and it's it's kind of a hard spot because it is a subconscious choice to interact with those Correct. visual identities oftentimes it's something that we don't think about or we don't think that we care or are influenced by color choice or wording choice but it's so ingrained in us to I guess judge a book by its cover Mm -hmm. and and it's a really hard spot if you're trying to get your business off the ground if you're not presenting yourself in a professional manner Mm -hmm. then it's really hard to receive professional feedback I would say it's kind of like us in our in our day-to-day if we show up to meetings with people who are really established and we haven't put in a little bit of time to conduct ourselves in a really professional manner or bring our best selves to the table then there's an automatic judgment there as appropriate or inappropriate as that might be
1: yes
0: but the building analogy is a really good one because essentially your brand is the foundation and everything that you that you add to the business builds up upon that so branding is what you look like what you sound like what the proof of that is and how you yeah present yourself to the world
1: Mm. look let's wrap it up there for today but if you have any questions, comments or feedback about the show or if you have any topics you wish us to discuss on future shows be sure to send us an email info at thewaterboy.co.nz subject line NZ Charity if you wish to contact The Good Collective to support your charity, to sign up for your business, to be a service provider to charities, you can email info at thegoodcollective.org.nz. If you're listening to this show via podcast platform, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and share it with your mates. That way we can help more Kiwis to better support the organisations they are passionate about. Thank you to our guests today, Saskia Melville. So, ask you how can we contact you if, you, if we want to get in touch?
0: Oh, yeah. See, this is my biggest downfall: is that I spend so much time on everybody else's business, I forget to um, look at my own. <laughs> Best way to contact me would be via Thomas.
1: Via me? Mm. Okay, there you go. And thank you very much to Free FM for their support of the show, to Penny Boyce and Maya Armistead for editing, and credit to Shapeshifter for the tunes. Thank you for listening to the New Zealand Charity Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Nabs, and we'll be back again tomorrow with more tips, tricks, hacks, and learnings to help you accelerate your impact and create an even stronger New Zealand.